If you would, let's go to Philippians 2.3. Can you put that up on the screen? Philippians 2.3. It says, King James Version, it says, Let nothing be done through strife, vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. And, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. A lot of times we want pats on the back and want all that. But the, my word tells me if man lifts you up, you're going to fall. But if God exalts you, you'll stay lifted up. So, so many times we want to get mad if the pastor don't answer his phone. Or, but we don't even realize. See, I stayed with pastor for six months. You don't have no service out there. You don't have any service out there. And I know within my heart, if you call for pastor and he can get to you, he'll get to you. But things do happen in life. And. What I learned when I can't get hold of the pastor, guess who I can get hold to? Abba Father. I, I, I dare y'all to try that. Don't, instead of getting mad when you when pastor don't answer the phone, rejoice and, and call on Abba Father and see, see what'll happen. I guarantee you. Not saying pastor ain't got a good word for you, he can't pray for you, but Abba Father got everything you ever need and just cry out unto him. And you know, and that's one of the things that I'm learning in life. Stop looking for people for help. Stop looking to people for help. Not saying that you can't call them and ask them to pray for you and agree with your own thing. But church, we need to get closer unto Christ. For the word of God says, if you draw nigh unto me, I draw nigh unto you. And I'm telling you, drawing nigh unto people is good because we sort of love one another. But the Bible said what? Jesus is the first. Then others and then yourself. So many times we don't think about Jesus and so many times we don't think about others. It's about self. But if you look in your Bible, um, Proverbs 14, 14, 12 says, put 14, 12 up there for me, please. Proverbs 14, there is a way which seems right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. See, so many times that's what will happen when we just think it's my way or no way. There's only one way, and that's Jesus' way. And, you know, and I'm telling you, until we can get that, a lot of us men, we just, we were raised that way or born that way. And, you know, and it's not, don't make it right. But because look what the Bible says about that. There is a way which seems right unto a man, but the end there are ways of death. So, so many times as men and fathers and husbands, seek God in a situation before we throw a rock or before we yell or fuss or call a name. Go to your closet and, and seek God. Let that joy arise. When that joy arise, you're going to get the answer because it's Jesus, and then you're going to think about others, and then you're going to see how foolish you was in a situation like that. And we all have been there, but it don't mean we all have to stay there. What I tell you, I, I guarantee you, you just start going to your closet in prayer, on your knees, whether it's, whether it's your wife, your children, your co-workers, or your boss, or whatever. Because my Bible tells me you got to honor those who are in authority over you. And he says, it's not so much that you honor in me, but you honor in him. He said, do it unto the Lord. Not unto Andy. Not unto Pastor Jerry. Not unto Brother Larry. We, we all, we're owners, and I'm just pointing out some people that own. You don't do it, you don't do it unto us. You do it unless you're doing it unto the Lord. And this too soon will pass if you do that. Because one thing about Brother Larry and Pastor Jerry and myself, we don't want God to get a hold to us. <laughs> I can promise you that. You don't want God to get a hold to you. I found that out a long time ago when I, 
Me and my wife was having problems. I used to go to the Lord, where Maria this, Lord Maria that, and he never did tell me anything about Maria, y'all. He told me about myself. And, and you know, once he go to showing you about yourself, that other half, you, don't, you ain't got time to worry about because you need to be trying to get yourself straight. That's why that word joy, J-O-Y, is Jesus, others, and then yourself. You know, so many times we want to put ourselves first, but you, you're not going to make it when, when you do that. Let's go to John 16, 24. Now, stay right there, Philippians. Let's go down to that fourth verse, Philippians 2, 4. Let not every man of his own thing, but every man also on the things of others. See, I just want to emphasize on how we got to treat others and how we got to do for others. See, me, I, I had a guy, he was about 19 years old, one of the best employees I ever had in my life. And, uh, and it was so amazing because he made me so humble. He didn't curse, he didn't smoke, pants went all sagging off. And it was so amazing. The first day he worked, he got a little piece of glass. And if you don't know nothing about glass, a little shiver of glass will make you bleed like a hog. And I looked up looking at him, and he's 19 years old, and I just saw tears coming down, <laughs> coming down, down his face. He was just hollering and crying. And I, and I wanted to say, what in the world are you crying for, son? Just pull that thing out and wrap it up and let's get going. But I couldn't do it because he's such a special guy. He, I saw his heart, you know. And there's nothing wrong with sharing tears. See, I was raised up. I wasn't going to share a tear. I'd bite a rock before I cry. You know, I just, just, just the way I was. I just, was just tough and game banger. Couldn't nothing make me cry. But one time, I tell you what, I, I, I started, got in trouble at home, and my mother, she was slow, so I could outrun <laughs> But what happened when I started outrunning, I flew around, slipped on a rock, and failed it. I tell you what, it was a bloody mess when I got up. The last thing I remember, she had some alcohol and some hot water, <laughs> getting the dirt and sand and, 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 and just rubbing me down and everything. So children, don't run from your parents. <laughs> I can share that with you. Don't run. Let's go to uh, Philippians 2.5. You just keep Philippians up there for a little bit there, man. And let this man be in you which also is in Christ Jesus. And see, in order to do that, you got to keep Jesus first and others and then yourself. Because you can't let that man that be in Christ be in you if you're always mumbling, grumbling, complaining. This ain't working, that ain't working. I never read in this Bible, and I've been reading it for years, that everything's going to be good. You know, but I think it's, what is that, uh, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for the good for those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So, so many times, the storm have to come before you can get that reward from Jesus because all a storm does for me in that church is make me grow, make me trust in him more and more. And then when you get that reward, once that reward comes, church, then that gives you a better grip. So when something else goes to happen, you can think about how he brought you through that other storm. And don't focus on the storm you're going into, but start praising him for the storm that he brought you through. And when you go to doing that before you know it, that storm is going to cease, and you're going to have another reward. Because he said, we're all going to have trials and tribulations. But what? Be of good cheer. For the Bible says, I have overcome. So if you're in Christ and he has overcome, what, what you going to do? You're going to overcome. 
So, so many times we just, you know, with my, 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 me, me, me. And we should be saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Put our trust and, and keep our head looking towards him from which coming our health. All our health come from the Lord. So many times we don't give him the, the praise and the, and the thanks that he deserves. Because the book, my book, the Bible says, let everything that has prayer, breath, praise the Lord. And so many times we use our breath, what? Cursing one another or talking about one another or gossiping about one another. When we should just take the time out and praise the Lord. Church, I, I, I'm a living witness. I, I did that a lot of time. But now the Bible says when you know better, what? You do better. And I, and I thank God now that I can look at somebody and say, Lord, forgive them. They know not what they say. At one time, I, I couldn't do that, church. But I kept falling on my knees, kept trusting in the Lord. So many times we get in a, in a whole lot of trouble trying to handle it on ourselves. And I just showed you that verse that said, what, there is a way to seem as right unto a man, but the end is destruction. So I'm telling you a lot of times, just let that situation go. What did Jesus say? Forgive them. They know not what they do. And I'm talking about we ain't never been in a situation where Jesus was in that, at that time. The little, time, little things that we're going through and upset us, it don't even compare what Jesus did for us. So if we start doing that for others, just imagine the rewards and the blessing that you will receive and how you can prosper and be in hell. And it's, it's one way I do know, and the Bible tells us what? To meditate upon his word day and night. See, so many times, church, we worry about the job, worry about our families, and there's nothing wrong with none of that. But the thing is, what we mess up at, not meditating on God's word, because every answer we need for that job or that situation is in the word of God. And I'm telling you, and then he said what? He, uh, I think it's 1 Corinthians five seventeen says, If any man be in Christ, old things are passed away. See, my days of selling drugs, smoking drugs, running women, drinking, gambling, all that done passed away because I surrendered unto the Lord. And I'm telling you, any situation, your situation might not be like mine, but I don't care what kind of situation you got. Because I think the, the, the word of God says, submit unto God and resist the devil. And what? He will have to flee. But see, we have to submit first, church. Until we start, until we start submitting, things are not going to get better. It's going to get worse. But if we'll just take the time out to meditate upon God's word day and night, we'll see a difference in our lives. And then we'll see a difference in... People around us, they'll be wanting to be around us and not, not, want, not want not to be around us. You know, I had a great experience last year just coaching victory team, the girls and the boys. And, and I got to take my head off to the girls. They didn't cry and whine near as much as the boys did. So I, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> this year they're going to have to be of good cheer. They're going to have to start, hey, this is going to happen today. And now all of the boys didn't do it. I got I, I, this young man right here, he, he, from start to finish, and Toby from start to finish. But we had a few that whined about everything. Every time I see him coming down through there, I just, oh, Lord, I just, you know. But, you know, to God be the glory. You know, we made it through that year. And I, I thank God for the opportunities to be in, the, and be in these kids' lives. I, I, I didn't hear no one curse. I didn't hear no one fuss. It was just amazing, a group of kids like that. And I want to take my head off to them. I want them to know that I appreciated that. And they, they made me feel real good because the world that we're living in now is not like that. But I'm blessed to have a home that's like that. You know, and I thank God for my children that's at home. I have a, 
some beautiful kids. They don't cuss, don't fuss, and I ain't, well, forgive me, Lord, they fuss a little bit. But I'm just, you know, but they, I'm telling you, they're, they're honorable. They're some good kids. And, and then, you know, and I, I love all the children here at Victory because you can tell what God is doing in their life, and I take my head off to their parents because parenting and children that day and time, it ain't easy as, as most people say it might, could be, but it's just, they got too many avenues. That's one of my prayers every morning, Lord. I, I pray that protect my children from any door that Satan to try to come in. Because God's word say, says that Satan come in to steal, kill, and destroy. And if you apply the blood of Jesus over any of them open doors, I guarantee it makes a difference in your life and your children's life. And that, and that goes back to meditating upon God's word day and night. And we got to do that, church, in order to grow and, and see the rewards and do the thing that God has set before us. Because he, he said it was finished. And that's for us to walk into it. And if we don't take the time out to meditate upon his word and read it, and don't just come to the church and get that word. Because I think it's what he said, that the bird will come take it away for you because it's in some bad soil. And in other words, your heart haven't been prepared to receive that word. But if you meditate upon that word day and night, your heart is being fertilized, being tilted, and that word will stick in it. And, you know, in any situation come, it'll come up because the Holy Spirit said they, that, what, he was going to comfort us and what? Teach us all things and bring all things in our remembrance whatsoever Christ has said. So I'm telling you, when you get your heart right and let the word, meditate on that word tonight, it says that you will prosper and be successful. So if you're not prospering and if you're not being successful, don't look at Pastor Jerry. It's not his fault. It's your fault from not meditating on God's word day and night. You know, I, I just can stand around and see it. I, I saw my wife and, and when she was battling on that other job that she had. And you, my wife, don't act like that when she's battling. She's going to tell you what's on her mind. But she, <laughs> I, knew a, I knew a great breakthrough was coming because she stayed on her knees <laughs> and she kept that mouth. She, a lot of times, James says, 119, what, that we should, what, be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. See, a lot of times when we speak, we hinder the situation because we don't speak the right thing. So then that's why I said be, be quick to hear and slow to speak. What? Then wrath. Because wrath is what comes when you disagree and I disagree. And then we're ready to do more than disagree. But I, I can promise you if you just listen. And I always believe this. I, when Jesus was on the cross, he was listening. And he said, forgive them. They know not what they do. And then a lot of times I find myself saying, forgive them. They know not what they say. And I, don't get me wrong, church. I still get in a little heated conversation sometimes. But the Holy Spirit quickened me. And I just go out back and try to speak in tongues. A lot of times now I'll go ahead and tell the whole story. But then, but then yet the Holy Spirit still come in and convict me. And then I find myself going back to that person. I'm sorry if. I hope you didn't take it the way it come out. I'm, I, I apologize. And, you know, I, I do the right thing. And when you do that, you continue the hand of God upon you. Because it says, what, let the sun go, not, not to let the sun go down upon your wrath. What? Giving place to who? So anytime you done may have had an argument or done did something and you're real hot in the middle of the moment and you're just mad, please, church. Don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. It's not even worth it. That, 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 in another year, you won't even remember that. 
You know, I looked at Jesus with getting nails in his hand, in his feet, swords in his side, and all of that. But he didn't say a mumbling word. The only thing he said, he, he surrendered unto God. Your will be done. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, he did say, if this cup can pass, let it pass. But then he knew what was set before him. The joy that was set before him, you know, and, and that's the thing we got to look at, church. When people are doing us wrong, we got to look for the joy that was set before us. If Christ died for all of us, can't we just keep our mouth shut for one of us and pray for one of us? You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, and it's hard to do when somebody talking about you and doing you wrong. But I tell you what, you're going to get your biggest reward in that in that moment than you would in any other moment. So, you know, I, I, just, I just love God's word because it teaches me so much. Let's go to James 1, 2, please. It's, it's going to tell you how to remain in joy. <laughs> like I just said, it don't, be, it, don't be, it don't be easy all the time. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall in dangerous temptation, dangerous temptation misunderstanding, temptation, all of that stuff. Because my word tells me and all that I get and do what? Get an understanding. But if you run it off at the mouth, how are you going to get an understanding? You don't even know what that, what that man or that woman done went through that night or that day. But you know what you, how you feel at the time. And Jesus, what he said, forgive them. They know not what they say. So a lot of times, count it all joy when you fall into them arguments or when you think you done did wrong just lift your hand and go to praising the Lord and, and tell him Lord it's in your hands vengeance is yours says the Lord vengeance is his turn them over to the Lord I can guarantee you it won't be long <laughs> I promise you it won't be long when the Lord get a hold to and not, not saying that the Lord is bad but it, his correction see we all need correction go ahead down to verse 3 Knowing this, that the trying of your faith work is patience. And so many times we misunderstand that word patience. You know, it's not just only waiting on the Lord, but it's trusting in the Lord in the situation until the situation changes. That's what works is the patience is you willing to let go and let God because First Peter 4 and 7, I think, said, cast your cares upon me for I care for you. And he really does, church. He cares for us. Go on down to the next verse, please. But let patience have his perfect work. See, the way patience is going to have his perfect work, zip the lip. If you don't zip that lip, patience ain't going to have his perfect work. And then another way patience can have his perfect work is praising God through the storm. And, you know, there's two ways that you can do it. You can zip your lip or you can praise God. And that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. That's a lot right there that you may be perfect. That means complete in that storm because another storm coming. But in that storm, you'll be complete. You'll be done finish that storm. And then and in time, that reward that you, that you waited on, that you were patient and let God do it. And then wanting nothing. Church, you know how it feels not to want nothing? That's a great feeling, but we have to do what the scripture says in order to get what the scripture says. So many times we want it our way. Like Burger King, what, have it your way? But leave that at Burger King. <laughs> Don't take that to the church, home, on your job. We ain't going to do it that way because what? I think it was what I just read, 14, 12 says what? There is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end is destruction. So, so many times we bring the destruction up on ourselves. It's not God. Going down to verse 5 from the brother. 
If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and unbread it not, and it shall be given unto him. But see, you got to do all that other that come before that. Zip the lip. Be patient. Wait on the Lord to work this situation out. Because when he work it out, church, it's worked out. <laughs> ain't no doubt when he work it out. You'll know it. When you ain't got no doubt about it, you know the Lord worked it out. But when you got worry and doubt about it, you still in the way. You still in the way. You got to get out of the way. Let's go to 1 Peter 4.13. So many times when we go into a storm, my, one of my favorite verses is, is, is Psalms 35. Why are you finding that? Oh, he there. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ, suffering that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad. Ye may rejoice. That word glad is rejoice also. That's joy too. Also with exceedingly joy. That's when that joy, that uncontainable joy, you, you just go to praise and somebody like, ah, in the world, you just been cussed out, just been called everything but the child of God, but you praising the law. That's, that's that exceedingly joy. You done worked that thing out. It's about over with the answer. You can get ready to go to, because what? He said he bless us to what? Be a blessing. You can get ready to find somebody to bless. And then that, then that, then that crazy person done did all that. Wasn't, and what in the world going on? And then all you got to do is vengeance in mind, says the Lord. He said the battle is he, he said the battle is not our, but it's God, the battle. I think first um, Chronicle of twenty fifteen, I believe, said the battle is not our, it belongs to the Lord. And so many times when we try to fight our own battle, that's when we get tired and, and weary and worry, because we're trying to do it. Because the word of God said the joy of the Lord is what? And when you bellying and railing off at the mouth and angry and upset, you ain't got no joy. You done gave it all to the enemy. So many times, that's what happened. We give it to the enemy. But if we give it to the Lord, your joy, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You'll just feel so much different. You'll feel something rising in you. You're like, I can't believe I did that. But you do it one time, and then you do it again, then before you know it, it become a good habit. And I tell you, it ain't nothing like having good habits in the Word of God. And then what I was saying earlier before we found this is Psalms 30. Put it up there for me, please. Psalms 35. There's a lot in this. It's a lot in that in that scripture to me. It's so amazing because I was I watching my wife go through that. You know, weeping may endure for a night. You know, the word for a season. Cause see, a lot of time when Jesus get ready to bless you, uh, thirty, verse five. When Jesus get ready to bless you, he try you, make sure you're ready to receive that blessing, so you won't get back into the enemy. So then that's where the work come in. That's where you got to most of the time zip the lip. And I tell you, you can go putting your praise and worship on, stay on your bending knees, and keep them hands raised unto the Lord. And then your battles will get easier. It says, for his anger endured but a moment. See, see, it'd be all right if our anger would just endure for a moment, but, but our anger don't endure for a moment. Sometimes it goes for weeks, months, and years. Sometimes it's just hard to let something go. And the reason why it's hard to let something go, you haven't meditated on the word of God day and night. Because when you meditate on that word day and night, you ain't going to be worried about what they're saying or what they're doing. Because you're going to have the word of God, the Holy Spirit, what I just told you. said when Jesus left, he said he's going to send the Holy Spirit to comfort you. Just rock you through that storm. That's all right. That's it. Everything okay. Look, look, look what I have for you. What is it? To comfort you and to teach you all. going to teach you a lesson right there. going to teach you how to handle that situation. 
And then when you learn how to handle that situation, another situation coming. But then you can look back on that situation. And then not only that, he says, he's going to bring all things into your remembrance whatsoever Christ has said. Remember when I told you Christ said, forgive them, they know not what they do. You'll find yourself saying, Lord, I forgive them, they know not what they do. And it says, for his anger endure but a moment, and in his favor is life. And then it says, weeping. That hard time, church. Your money done got low, you got three bills due, and you ain't got no pennies, no nothing, nowhere. And that's when that weeping comes. He said, weeping may endure. The only way weeping going to endure for a night is the way you handle that situation. Uh, weeping can endure for years, but I don't want to weep for no years, not over a situation like that when I know my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. And then I know that what? I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. See, you got to lift yourself up on the word. David said he encouraged himself in the Lord. And so many times in a situation in Psalms, all down through Psalms, man, it's just amazing how things were bad and then weeping endured for a night, but then that joy came. At the, end of the, at the end of them verses, at the end of them chapters, how that joy came because of what he did. And in order for your thing to change, it depends on what you're going to do in, when you're in a situation. Because we're going to have these, because they say it's going to, trials and tribulations going to be here. And I ain't read nowhere in the Bible where it says it's going to be easy, church. I never read it nowhere. But it said, if what? The only thing that pleases God is what? Trusting in him. He done already made it. He done, Jesus done went through everything you're going to ever go through here on earth. Sister, uh, she read it in, in the prayer this evening, how when he went through everything, come down here and form a man, and how he conquered everything. And then not only that, he left us even more, not just his word, but his Holy Spirit. But in order for the Holy Spirit to operate in you, church, you got to put this word in you, because the Holy Spirit don't know nothing but the word of God. That's the only thing the Holy Spirit knows is the word of God. And without that word, he can't help you. You, you know, without this word, you really, you, you, you lost. You don't have no help. And who all need help in here tonight, church? Well, if the one didn't raise a hand, praise God, I need to talk to you later because I don't want to be around you too much because everybody needs help. Because <laughs> my help comes from the law. And without the help of the Lord, you're in bad shape. But then it said, but that joy... Comers in the morning. Boy, my wife got that call about her little promotion. I'm surprised y'all didn't hear it. I tell you, boy, it was, it was some shouting and thanking God. And I, and I just seen a, a whole new appearance on her because she know that she had endured a whole lot. Because, see, I, I, she used to come on and tell me about that boss of hers, and I just didn't know. I was like. She, we, we have plans to do something to go somewhere. Well, I'm on call. I'm like, never I was going. You on call, you stay on call. But it, it worked out, it worked out in the end, church. And one of my favorite prayers, and we're gonna get ready to close, is on yourself. It says Proverbs five Proverbs three, five, and six, it says, Lean not into thy own understanding, but acknowledge me in all your ways, and I shall direct your path. And then, you know, it goes on down in Psalms 119, 105, that his word is what? See, I got to get back to the word. Without the word, you ain't going to have nothing. His word is what? Say it now. Yeah, I like the, the cowboy just got a touchdown. Let me hear you. Huh? 
Yeah, yeah. See, boy, I guarantee them Super Bowl party, it ain't this quiet. So when God's word going forth, say amen, witness to the truth. And then that truth going to empower you because you know the truth and the truth will make you free. So many times we sit up in this church, we look like we're sucking on a lemon. And you ain't got to be like that church. We're supposed to come in here rejoicing and saying amen and getting the power of God. So when we go out here, we can change the world. But if we just sit in here like a knot on the log, never say amen, never agree to the truth. You being bound. And then one of my favorite prayers, and I'm going to close, y'all. Psalms 8611. Put the 8611 up there, and that'll be our close. And I, I thank you for your attentive ears, and I thank Pastor and Pastor Lane for giving me an opportunity to come before you. It says, Teach me thy ways. Oh Lord, I will walk in thy truth and then unite my heart to reference his name. So many times when I was coming up, the word fear was the same as being scared or that, but that fear there is reference. It's honoring God in, in all that you do. He says, unite my heart. That's where God lives in your heart. You want that heart to be united where you can have that relationship and that, and that fellowship with the Lord. So when the, these storms do arise, you have nothing to worry about. Like I said, I thank each and every one for coming out. I, I just love God's word. I could talk all night when it comes to that, but the time is near. To God be the glory. Love you all, and may God bless you all. You know, Brother Andy spoke there just a few minutes, but during those minutes, 90% of what he said was scriptures. Isn't that, wasn't that wonderful? Wonder, wonderful that the word of the Lord that God has lodged in Andy's heart and I, I believe that's what God wants to do and how many got a desire for that word and God you want the Lord to do something miraculous in you to create a greater desire and then create a challenge just go ahead and stand and ask Brother Andy to pray over us tonight that if we've got a desire for God's word that the Lord would enlighten it inside of us and God would just inspire us to, to come forth and praise God Oh, gracious Lord, you said to come unto thee. Father God, your word said if we draw down to you, you draw down to us. Lord, here we are tonight standing in need for you, Father God, to come. Just wrap your arms around us, Father God. Anoint our hearts and our heads and our minds, Father God. But most of all, Lord, give us the desire to meditate upon your word, Father God. Not only that, Father God, but to study your word, Father God, for Timothy says, study to show thyself approved unto you, that a workman need not be ashamed, rightly divine the word of God. So, Father God, it's these, me and these people here today, Lord, your people, your children, Father God, you are big dead. You are our Father. Lord, we cry out unto thee, Father God. For your word says in James, if any man like wisdom, let him ask. So, Lord, we come asking you to, to empower us with your wisdom, Father God. And then, Father God, give us understanding, Father God, to know when to do and what to do and how to do, Lord, in every situation of our lives. Lord, now knowing, all, now knowing this mind, Father God, that we may have the desire to meditate upon your word day and night so that we can get what we are asked from you for doing our part, Lord, because you have asked us to do a part, and you said it would be given if we do it, Lord. So we receive wisdom tonight, Father God, understanding and knowledge, Lord, 